0: Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby doo, wabba wow, Ben and Mariah. ah, wow, 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 with Thomas definitely not Timothy. Yeah, nailed it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just James. It's your host James. I have my beautiful plant and co-host Thomas with me. For those of you guys new to my podcast. Thomas is my beautiful plant and the brains behind this operation to all my regulars welcome back guys. It's so great to see you. it's been a been a long week long week away from you. I' went to a birthday party on Saturday. um I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm got very drunk. <laughs> I haven't really been drinking lately. And I got very drunk very quickly. I had a, um, I think also I was mixing drinks and that's never a good idea for me. But when I got there, um, sort of the welcome drinks was a bloody Mary, but they were so strong. And then I drank probably three glasses of wine. But because I haven't been drinking lately, I was tickets, tickets. And my friends all said that I was very cute because I was very drunk and cuddly and cute. But I must say, I left the party very early. I literally ate dinner and I left um which is very unlike me, but uh, yeah, I kind of needed to and it's now Tuesday evening, it's taken me three days, and I'm honestly I've just struggled for three days. I'm so lethargic, I've had a headache my body just feels tired, I just can't handle the boots like I used to, hey, you know, I remember like being 21, partying all night, getting home, having a shower, and heading off to school or work, you know, or well, not 21, being at school, but, um, you know, I just, I just can't handle my booze like I used to, but I kind of looked at things, and I just thought, you know, leaving a party early is, without ruffling, it, ruffling any feathers, can always be really difficult, and, um, you know, I wasn't feeling great because obviously I'd had a couple of drinks. So I got home and hugged the toilet seat for ages uh, and was a really good time for me to leave. But, you know, sometimes if you if you feel guilty or you sort of like sulking away from like a friend's get together and stuff or like a bash that hosts have the foresight of like, you know, they supplied all the food and the booze and, uh, you know, they kind of expect you to stay then. You know it could like upset some people. so I kind of thought about ways to actually leave the party like as a party Houdini if you want to put it that way. And I think sometimes you just gotta make your excuses beforehand. you know, if you're gonna get ready, um, to, if you already know you want to leave early or you have something else that you have to get you know way to you know, if you'd rather, like, not be there or whatever the case is, then I would say, like, set the foreground for your bailout by letting the host know. You know, when you get invited to the party, even just be like, oh, I'd love to come, but I'm going to have to leave early because of X, Y, and Z. So once you step out and you sort of, like, get ready to go, then your host already knows that you're needing to take off early and it sort of takes that rudeness out of it. Um, I wouldn't like stare at your clock all night, you know, watch cell phone, wherever your clock is, um, you know, and hover, hover staring at the time, like you're bored and, uh, you know, can look like you just don't want to be there. So, you know, even though you may be wanting to leave early or say something along the lines, I'm so sorry I have to get early, but you know, thanks for the wonderful party. But if the whole time you've been staring at your watch, it would come off so genuine as well. And try and like pull the host aside, you know. Sometimes like announcing your goodbyes um, and telling the host like quietly separately that you're going to be going to be leaving will, will sort of be more polite than sort of announcing it to the whole room that you're going. Um, and sort of like you know, let the let the host know quietly that you're going to go. And always praise the host for their party. You know, it's um, you know if you if you if the person that's actually hosting it has taken the time to actually like put it together, they've created decor potentially, they've put food together potentially, you know, they've done um, so many things to make sure that it's an enjoyable party. It would be really nice for you to just praise the party and praise the host for what they've done. Um, you know, and don't make up dumb excuses. You know, people can actually see through really bad excuses. So if you sort of like make up something that's really over the top um you know sometimes it can be seen and it, it just makes you look a little bit more of a jerk if you don't if you if they're like oh my god they're lied or whatever the case is um but you know not everybody has to stick around till clean up and not everybody wants to tidy up the chip bowls. so you know um you know leave with a group laughing you know sometimes like a seamless way for you to sort of leave the party is to is to make a little joke or um you know stand up and tell like a little story and then sort of hug the host and like you know leave with everybody laughing on the punchline is always a nice way to do it um and sometimes just ghosting it you know it might seem like um (sighs) you sort of like doing something really mean but sometimes just slipping out having said goodbye to your host but slipping out and not saying goodbye to everybody can sometimes be the way to go um you know sometimes not everybody wants you to go they're going to put a little bit of prayer pressure on you to stay and um sometimes just just slipping out and grabbing your your stuff and going might sort of be a good plan um and then plan to touch base with the host the next day, you know, smooth down any potential ruffle feathers, talk to the host, thank them so much for having you, you can email them, you can text them, you can um, pop by if you really want to, send a thank you card through the mail, but either way the trick is to just make sure that the host was was okay with you leaving a little bit early. So hopefully that's some advice. Um, I certainly left my party early, and I did that. I pulled the host aside and I was like, look, perhaps I'm going to have to go. I made up a little excuse and then I felt terrible about it and actually told her honestly. I was like, perhaps I just honestly was going to vomit my lungs out and I had to go home. Um, and sort of texted her quietly that I'd be doing that. <laughs> um, I've been getting some really strange calls this week and like odd request calls, like really strange questions. Um things that uh, unfortunately because of like the gdpr of of the customers i deal with i can't sort of tell you the stories of what i've been asked but like odd 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 questions and then i kind of thought you know we all get these like freaking p these calls these spam calls of people asking you to do surveys and asking you for like to do information and it's all just like uh, scams all of them so, you know, you rest around your pocket, you pull out the phone, you answer it and somebody telling you that there's a compensation or, you know, do you, have you been in a car accident lately or whatever the case may be and you can hang up, obviously that's what I do, I literally hang up my phone, I block the number, they can't call me back, um, but there are ways to sort of, um, deal with them if you really want to, you know, um, that it would put a smile on your face if anything you're wasting their time in exchange but some of the things you could do is you could talk to them about long-winded things that are completely irrelevant so there's actually a guy i can't remember what his name was i saw it on tv actually um he set up uh, one of those um paid for services so when you phone in it charges you to phone so i think he put his number on twitter and um, you know, as if it was like his number, as if like he had done it by accident, and all these scam companies started phoning in, and he would just keep them on the phone. He kept one guy on the phone for an hour and like thirty four minutes or something talking about rugby, and he made two and a half thousand pounds a month just from like these scam callers because they would obviously have to pay him for for the call. Um, I'm sure we can't all do that, but I just love that story so much. But you could do that. You can talk to them randomly about stuff, um, you know, about your weekend plans. You can quiz them on what's going on in their life. Um, you can answer all of their questions by like film lyrics, you know, um, you can make up answers. You don't have to give them the truth. Pretend you don't speak English and throw in like your best accent on there tell them that you're busy or something and then ask if they know where to buy like a shovel and some acid and you can like, like duct tape, you know where to get all this stuff from? You can really freak them out. Um, you can repeat everything they say back to them in the accent of your choice and like make up a different accent for everyone's for everything they say to you. Uh, pretend that you've reached your voicemail complete with an, <laughs> with a really inconvincing beep at the end. It's something you can do as well. Um, just say yes answer yes to every question they ask even if it makes absolutely no sense um you can try and sell them on something else you can try and sell them on your business and see if they want to buy your products when they phone into you um you can ask the caller their name and then cry out in surprise dave it's you oh my god dave how have you been and you can like try and pretend like you know the person on the other end of the call um you can tell them your name and something a bit amusing like it's my name is like Mr. Crispy Bacon <laughs> or something like that um you could put a small child on the phone and let them talk you know if you've got um if you've got a small toddler get put them on the phone and uh, hopefully those things will help keep keep them off the phone for you and you can um, get rid of those pesky callers. I actually go to this. There's a website called Who's Calling Me. Um, it's W-H-O-S-C-A-L-L-I-N-G-M-E. And there's a little block at the top, and you literally just put in the number that's calling you. And sometimes while I'm on, like while they're phoning me, I'll just pull up the website and have a look at the... Um, the telephone number and it will actually tell you if it's a positive or negative call and if it's a if it's a company call if it's a scam call and you can then put your notes in there as well and be like oh I've just been scammed by these dudes um and it works really really well every single time so I use it to um to like make sure that I'm not answering junk junk calls and sometimes like an actual legitimate company will be phoning me um and I kind of use that as a really good way to to make sure that I'm, I'm just not taking shit sure calls. I've even taken the voicemail off my phone. I just can't be arsed with it because I'll never listen to voicemails. So what's the point of having it on my phone? So you actually can't leave me a voicemail anymore. And it's just, it's pointless because I just won't listen to them anyway. But you know, with this boozy, boozy weekend, I, I've been in such a bad mood. So yesterday, I actually did a TikTok on this. Um... I was in such a bad mood, and I was like, fuck, I need to go to the gym, I think if I go to the gym, let off some endorphins, do a bit of exercise, I'll feel so much better, but at the same time, I was having, like, one of those insanely brilliant hair days, my hair just looked amazing yesterday, um... And I would have to have tied it up to go to the gym so I was like fuck that so I actually went to the gym without my hair tied up and then a worst mistake I've ever made because by the time I left there was a sweaty mess because your hair is actually really because I've got long hair so my hair is like goes down to past my shoulder blades and I've got really thick hair so at the time I'd actually finished working out and then I did like I did a um I walked on the treadmill, then I did like a circuit, like a a leg circuit that I created for myself, and then I did 30 minutes on the elliptical, and by the end of it, I was a sweaty mess. I wish I'd actually tied my hair up, so it was a very good lesson learned, but I was just like, oh my God, I'm having such a great headache. but at the same time, I'm in such a shitty mood, and I thought, well, that's it. I'm going to go to gym, and I must have worked, and then today, I was going to, I showered this morning, got dressed for gym. And it was raining and cold and miserable. And then I ended up just like, I'm feeling like blah today. Just still not in the greatest mood. A bit of a headache. I think it's like a three-day hangover, to be fair. Um, but I've eaten really healthy today. I haven't had any, like, snacks. And then, like, for dinner, all I felt like tonight was brown rice. So I just had brown rice for dinner. That's all I had for dinner. Um, but it's what I felt like. But uh, I didn't go to gym today in the end. I just got lazy and then at like, oh, I was four five, I was uh, thinking to myself, I was like, oh, maybe you should go to gym, and then I was like, or maybe you can lie in a bubble bath, <laughs> so instead of going to gym today, I lay in a bubble bath, so I'm not the best gym patient today, but I will make up, and I'll go back tomorrow, um, but I thought about, like, being in a bad mood, and, like, I'm generally a pretty happy person, I'm not, I'm not a really, like, my moods don't fluctuate. I'm kind of just like pretty stable. I can get I can get grumpy, and then have my moment, and then I'm over it. And I'm normally grumpy if I'm hungry. So if I've eaten, if I'm hungry and I'm miserable, I need to eat. Is is pretty much the the crux of it. So it means I'm hungry. Um, but you know, all hungover, one or the other. But there are obvious reasons that that things that can make you like. Hungo, oh, hungo. things that can make you like grumpy and things like that. So I kind of looked at ways to get rid of a bad mood or like a morning funk and things like that. And one of the very first things that always seems to come up is physical touch. So kissing and cuddling creates oxytocin, which is a good feeling hormone. And you, if you don't have a partner, ask your bestie for a hug, go visit your mom, give your mom a hug. But, um, if you have a partner, getting a hug is actually uh, a, a good way of actually helping a mood. Um, and it's a brilliant thing to tell your friends when you need just a bit of a squeeze and just be like, I need a hug. I just feel like I really need a, a hug. And sometimes a hug will really help you in a better mood. Um, talk to somebody. You know, if you... if somebody. <coughs> sorry, I'm checking my own but... <coughs> um, Call up somebody you know that will listen without judgment. You know, if you've got a friend with a really good sense of humor, that's going to make you laugh and sort of like make you feel better. Um, sometimes even just talking to strangers, you know, talk to somebody you don't know. Um, I know in London you can't really talk to anyone on the commute; they'll think you're a weirdo and probably have you committed. But you know, talk to a stranger, talk to somebody, just have a conversation with somebody and remind yourself about how lucky your life is. You know, gratitude is a wonderful tool. I keep talking about writing down the things that you're grateful for. Write your three things down every day. Your affirmations in the morning, three things that you're grateful for and three tasks in the evening to do the next day. And it will definitely help create motivation for you. And, you know, guilt yourself into feeling better because if you've you've got gratitude and you've got things to be grateful for, then why are you in a bad mood? Why are you sad? Go go be happy. Go be the best person. And sometimes just going outside, you know, getting moving, fresh air, a better view, better, different perspective, going out of your comfort zone. It's the perfect reset button. Connect with nature. Take your shoes off on the grass. Just improve your health and happiness and self-esteem. It reduces frustration and it sort of like helps make better decisions when you sort of have some fresh air in your system. Um, you know, just leaving your your the place that's making you grumpy or where you are grumpy and can sometimes just really help. Um, you know, get that heart pumping exercising, especially outdoors, can really help change your perspective. And I find like just thinking through why I'm miserable and why I'm grumpy while I'm exercising definitely helps me, and I definitely think it helped yesterday as well, Um, get wet, you know, sometimes having a shower, dunking your head in the water, going for a swim, or, you know, just jumping in a swimming pool in the ocean, literally optimizing the, like, oxygen levels in your body, And like helping your heart and your brain. If you're clean and you feel like a new person, it does help quite dramatically. Wash your hair, wash yourself, brush your teeth. It just, just cleaning process does help. Uh, Meditation is is one as well. You know, I've never, I've never denied the fact that I'm not really one to meditate. uh, But there, there is reason why people say meditation is so good for you. And it does sort of create like a state of consciousness and a zen. And it helps you slow down and focus on one action. Uh, things even like gardening, reading a book, painting a wall. Just actively switching off your brain is sort of distraction. It takes away the stress. It takes away the anxiety. Um, you know, things like that are really helpful. And give yourself happiness. Don't seek it. So detox from your phone take put down social media for a little bit um you know sometimes that's actually what puts you in the funk is you wake up you open your phone the first thing you're doing is like scrolling through social media subconsciously you online posts can also release dopamine into your system which is a natural connection it's a natural like body drug to like motivation rewards but basically. If you're looking at negative things as well, it's going to have a negative impact on you from the first moment you open your eyes of the day. You know, if your brain isn't making healthy choices and there isn't like a balanced balanced, um, dopamine session, you know, then where is the happiness coming from to start the day in the right place? So sometimes just putting your phone down, not looking at your phone, turning off the TV. Just sort of like, even because sometimes I like will watch the news in the morning, for example, and it's actually really negative. It's all these like horrible things happening in the world around me. And without even realizing it, I, there's just this negativity from first thing in the morning for me. So sometimes shutting off, taking that down, you know, not listening to that is a really good way to sort of get the day starting right and treat yourself yourself. You know doing something for you that's rewarding to you personally is is the best thing to do. You know sometimes don't you need to just have that piece of chocolate or you need to go and buy that dress that you really wanted or you know you there's just something that you need to also do for you sometimes and that way you're going to create your own mood. So you know you set you need to set the tone for your day and control your inputs Turn off the notifications, turn off the negativity. And by the time you get to your desk and you're ready to work or you're ready to start your day, it it will change your perspective on things. Make your bed. Make your bed every I've done a podcast on this before and and how successful people make their beds in the morning. So it's it's a way of creating your very first task is done in the day. It creates a tidy environment, tidy mind, tidy environment. It's really good for your subconscious as well. Uh, If you guys haven't listened to the podcast, go and find it. If you are looking for it and you want to know which podcast it is, just DM me on my Instagram and I'll give you guys the link to that podcast. But I talk about why why it's important to make your bed every day. Um, But creating playlists of songs that make you happy and sing along to them on the way to work every day. Uh, Again, another endorphin switch. It's another way to just click over, take that negativity away and go to bed calm. You know, banning, I'm the very worst at this because I will lie in bed with the TV on and my phone in my hand and I'll play Candy Crush and watch TV until I can't keep my eyes open. And it's the screen time is so bad for a good night's sleep. But if you sort of turn the screens off, read a book, go to sleep with like calm around you, you do tend to wake up happier you know even if you have a bad dream when you don't have that like stimulation when you're going to bed it does make you wake up happier and try and like keep the sugar out at night you know try and like not have like big desserts or like lots of snacks and sweets before you go to bed um that also the sugar's really not good for you and be kind uh, you know at the end of the day you have to look after yourself first and you have to you know they always say when you're in an aircraft you put your your mask on first before you help anybody else and I think that analogy is so important when it comes to to trying to get out of bad moods and trying to like fend for yourself is that you have to creates your own happiness and your own warmth and your own emotional support bubble and your own oxytocin and all of that before you can support other people and sometimes you just need to take the step back and be kind to yourself first um you know listening to other people's needs or wants is all good stuff it's triggering good triggering good stuff but you also have to protect your heart and lower your blood pressure 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 and reduce information and kindness to your own heart is literally the first way to start, then you can focus on everybody else. And go and eat outside. Seriously, go grab a sandwich, go grab your lunch, and just go sit on a hill or river or the ocean and savor it and get out of your office sometimes. Sometimes you just get that fresh air, just go outside, uh, and remind yourself that you're small. (laughs) What I mean by that is that we're wonderfully insignificant, you know, we, we are all just a single person on this massive planet of 7 billion people, or how many billion people it is, and you're just one person, you know, sometimes you can look up at the stars and embrace the white spaces and just realize that you're just one little tiny blob in this grand scheme of things, and that everything we're doing is just for us. And we're at the end of the day is you could have families, you could have loved ones, you could have all of these things, but just appreciation of the that we're just one small person. We're one small insignificant person that just magically needs to worry about yourself for one moment, just for one day. Think about yourself. Obviously, you have kids and and families that you have to care for. So I'm not saying don't love them and care for them. But I'm saying try and take a step back and appreciate a really small moment for yourself. And be proud of yourself. Uh, You know, imagination is one of the greatest tools that we have as humans. And we taught as kids to go play outside, go, go play with your imagination. And it's something that we're all equipped to do. So the greatest tool that we have for ourselves is self-development of our imagination and it functions best without distractions. So as adults, our, creat- our creativity drills us in the spaces to grow, but teach yourself as an instrument, learn to draw, make a film, do create a hobby for yourself that's going to help you become more creative, to so use your imagination to use your skill sets and everybody has their own, everybody has their own uh, things that will make them unique and what's going to keep you motivated or visually. I mean, you could want to run a marathon. That could be your motivation. You could want to paint a picture. You could have a tendency to make little stick men out of Play-Doh. Who knows? Give yourself something to look forward to. You know, we have so much going on in our work lives, in our family lives, in our financial situations, there's so many things that are going to pull us into bad moods and we can't dump everything onto our brain all the time and there's, sometimes you just need to step away and find something that's going to be good for you and find something that's going to use your imagination and actually like give you some sort of motivation And, you know, even if it's like I what another great thing to do is create like a memory bank. And what I mean by that is go through like photographs or uh, sentimental items or things that that are distinctively happy for you and create a little box of them, create a photo album, create a journal and give yourself reminders in life of moments of things that that make you happy. And when you're having a really shitty day or an awful day, you can go back to that memory bank and be like, actually, in the grand scheme of things, I've actually got a pretty cool freaking life going on here. Um, you know, trying to choose to be positive over negative and changing that mindset is really hard. And I've been in a shitty mood for two days, so I'm I'm just as as guilty of this than as anybody else. But you know hand it to yourself that you're actually doing okay you're you're doing well you you're surviving you're a very well fed pl- fed plant uh you know all we need is a little bit of water and some sunshine and we'll all be okay and you know sometimes journaling, writing down the way that you're feeling we're not all have to keep a journal that's not what I'm saying, but like I said, do the three steps, the three things you're motivated for the day the three things you're grateful for it does sometimes help you know um you know creating something you know you can paint you can draw you can grow a plant um you know you can put things down on paper sometimes help and if you really don't know how to do that there are so many apps that will sort of encourage motivation encourage mindfulness um there's so many other apps that will help with helpful tips and um you know there's I think there's an app called headspace there's one called um Buddha those are really really good ones as well to like help you just you know clear clear your mindset and you know do something new sometimes stimulating new sights or feelings or experiences um creates like a sublime sensation of growth and it's Growth is a core factor in human satisfaction, and sometimes we're in a bad mood because we're just not feeling like we're moving. We're, there's nothing of of value going on in our lives, and and sometimes that that affects our moods. And of course, you know, um, laughing is always the best way. If you need some motivation to, to laugh. Why don't you try giggling, you know, watch a podcast, watch um, YouTube videos of funny clips of things that will make you happy. So, um, you know, sometimes a really funny book or, you know, a bang on about staying off social media. But sometimes if you're looking at the right things, it could find, um, you know, things that are funny. Go and watch a comedy show, Watch, read some cartoons and the golden nugget, I think, is you have to remind yourself that we are fortunate that there. You have to jolt your your mind into being happy. Uh, you know, sometimes I bang on about this so much. but mindful, thinking and counting out loud what you what you're thankful for can actually sometimes help with that really shitty mood. Uh, Listen to a cheesy song, do a dance, and I just hope that everybody's day gets better. Um, mine included, actually, because I, like I said, I've been really grumpy and I, I don't want to be. Um, so yeah, let's have a happier week, everyone. And it's halfway to Friday, so it's halfway to the weekend. Um, last week's conundrum, miss you with the, you got this one very quickly once again. Uh, what has to be broken before you can use it, and the answer is an egg, um, so well, somebody else got it as well, I think John Luke got it as well, yes, John Luke did get it as well, so um, thanks both of you for your for your guesses, um, this week's conundrum is uh, the more you take, the more you leave behind, what are they, the more you take, the more you leave behind, what are they, if you want to put your guesses in, uh, you can do so at just james Podcast on Instagram, which is just underscore james underscore podcast, and I, if you can try and beat Mish this week, I'll be very surprised, <laughs> um, I don't really have any reviews this week, I haven't really done anything, I did have a shitty review though, so, um, you know, this whole, if anybody knows what's going on in England at the moment, uh, we have, uh, truck driver shortage coming in from Europe and most of our resources do come in from Europe. Um, We're just a really small island and with us uh, leaving the EU and with Brexit, we have um, a lot of driver shortages because of visa situations. So, and obviously COVID and all of that, but at the moment we have a fuel shortage and a lot of the locals, and I'm going to call them dumbasses because it's so unnecessary, have been lining up in front of the fuel stations and um, basically created a pretty severe fuel shortage at the moment for all of us. So anybody that that essentially needs to drive for work, essential workers, even truck drivers, they now can't get fuel because a lot of the fuel stations don't have any fuel left. Um, So on... Saturday, where I live, I live quite near a Shell station, uh, which is a petrol station in England, um, and to get to the Shell station, it's a one-way, like, big circle around, pretty much through through the town I live in called Rains Park, just outside Wimbledon. Um, and of course, because the queue was so severe, I couldn't get uh, Uber or Bolt, which is a uh, Uber's competitor in in England to to fetch me, Uh, so I had three bolts cancel, I then had two Ubers cancel at me, so eventually I was like, right, I'll take a bus, so I got on the bus to go up to my friend's place for the party on Saturday, and believe it or not, the bloody bus breaks down, so I thought, right, I'll try one last Uber, and if an Uber comes, then I'll grab an Uber, and the reason I did that is because there's two buses that I had to take plus a walk, and by the time I got to my friend's house, it would be an hour later, whereas an Uber would literally be a 10-minute drive. It just, it just made so much more logical sense. Anyway, so I got an Uber to finally fetch me and take me home, uh, take me to my friend. Um, But I just thought, and I know that Uber at the moment, their drivers are consistently cancelling on on, dri- on lifts if they're short distances or if they're not going to earn enough, and unfortunately Uber doesn't pay the drivers um, the money to get to where they're collecting the the ride. So Uber's there was an article in the paper the other day that Uber's sort of like not doing very great because their service isn't that great anymore. So it's a bad service review, but... yeah, that's that's what's been going on. But anyway, uh, what else is? There? Oh, social media, right? I'm following the cutest girl and her dog at the moment, and it's called Collie and um, Collie and Connor, which is but it's spelt with with a with a secret extra N, so it's C O L L Y N A N D K O N A, and she normally does She, I think she she. Um, rips off, or rips off, she she sort of uses, it's obviously a podcast that she listens to with a guy and a girl, and then like she makes the dog the guy and her the girl, and then she like sort of pretends like they're on the podcast, but it's so funny, so if you're looking for a really good um, TikTok to follow, I, I'm really enjoying this, I think it's really cute, and the dog is so cute, it's a rescue dog, and he's got this like big fat bottom lip, and I'm just obsessed with him, he's so freaking cute. Um. But guys, you know if you I this week I want us to be good and and what I mean by that is be so good that nobody can ignore you let's let's make a difference let's um let's take on the world this week and I hope everybody has a wonderful week and I hope you feel motivated and happy and I look so forward to seeing you next week. Have a good evening, goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the plant.